Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello. Oh, hello. 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 Um, Informal greeting. (laughs) Informal hello. Um, This is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. Oh, sorry. That's fine. You took a split second pause and I was like, we're not doing last week again. Yeah, like some weeks you both just are waiting for the other one. I was like, oh, Abby's Abby's took a step back. So, yeah. Well, Abby and Rick. I forgot to say from the overtake, it happens at every time. Yeah. Um, they know that by now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it does say that like on the on the little picture on yes. the little what the artwork. The artwork. Um, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> 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 I'm sure. Um, any corrections or comments or any feedback from last week? Mm, no. no. I forgot to check the inbox before we can came do that in. Now. A live inbox live checking. In, l- l- let me do it now then. Hold on. Um, obviously. Really exciting stuff. No, there's nothing. Nothing yeah, in right. <laughs> My, um, yeah, It feels wincing in agony. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm not quite on it today. My body's all kind of like achy and my shoulder and my back really hurt. Oh, you, you all wanted to know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nothing from nothing from the listeners. Oh, good, good. Send us stuff is, if you're out there. Yeah. The mm-hmm. listener. Send Crazy us. stories, not corrections. We don't need yeah. correcting. Yeah, I, I really right. want to. I want to do a minisode with people's their own crazy oh, that'd stories. Be cool. yeah. Like we yeah. just read like yeah. between five oh, and ten. I was thinking as well they could send us some voice notes that we could listen to. Mm. Yeah, like where they tell a story. Well, they could tell their own personal crazy stories from their yeah. own lives. Yeah, because everyone's yeah, got be some as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was thinking as some kind of special we could all do our own personal crazy stories at one point. Oh. Um. Yeah. We, I mean, we'll have to think. I'm not. I'm not putting you on the spot. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, because Rick, you've got that really good medical one. Yeah, which is not very long, but yeah. I'm not going to tell it. No, here no, either, because so. we'll save it for the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have that one about the time a ghost forwarded my email. <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really it, isn't it? You, yeah. you went to forward an email, and, and, and while you were asleep, it had been <laughs> forwarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so free story for you. Is this that's yeah, that's really good. That. <laughs> yeah. So that's an example. Listen, yeah. high quality. Of, yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, of what we want from you. Um. Yeah, and I'm sure there's sometimes people have got a personal connection to some of the stories that we tell. And I loads of people have at Turtle Anus <laughs> like oh, yeah. last week. Yeah. yeah, I reckon that. So I've noticed the trend so far with the podcast is 
the 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 most popular one has been the one that was called cock damage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and by quite a bit so i reckon turtle enema is going to be last week's big episode hit. is going to be a big hit yeah for the first prop well what i'm sort of calling the first season ethan and i were really like the ones called stuff like that are going to get the most listens yeah. you were like no no we can't do it we can't yeah you do it. No, to be fair yeah. you guys all three of you were yeah. saying that for and four including ethan were saying that for a really long time and i was like it can't be a sexual one every week guys we need to think of something yeah. else mm. and you guys and you guys were like why and i was Sex like sells. i couldn't think of a reason Sex and you i know our right. audience yeah, yeah. I cock know damage they proof that <laughs> <laughs> they don't want cock damage yeah um, should we do some stories? Yeah, yeah I have two stories because I've got like a mini story that I found, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll tell that story, and it won't take long. God, well, wow, like four like a, stories. A pre-story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes, um, we've already had one good story. Also, it's timely. Sorry, I've got paper notes this week. Don't apologise. Nice sound effect there for you. <laughs> yeah. um, so I found this story on uh, twitter.com. Um, it was on a guy called John Burn Murdoch's tweet. He tweeted this little thread and he, oh, yeah. and he fact checked himself at the bottom, so it's all facts cited. Fact checked. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as you're probably aware, uh, tomorrow, as of recording, will be the 19th of July and it'll be the 50th anniversary of us landing on the moon. Okay, so, so that's a week a week ago. A week ago, oh, a week, if you're listening to yeah, it. Yeah, if you listen to this last um, week. So this guy found this little story, and I thought it was kind of cool. So in March, are 19- you telling the story? Are you telling what are you doing now? This is a little mini story that I found on oh, Twitter. Are we gonna, well, and then we'll we do the regular thing. I thought we'd establish that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. I thought what you were gonna do is tell the tell the mood of both the stories. Give us a little oh, title. Of we them. may as well do the mini we'll one. Do first. the mini one All first. Right, I mean, it's, it's really quick. It's like <laughs> four sentences. I would have finished yeah, I it by now. Quite a big intro to the mood of the story. Um, so in March 1964, a guy called David Threlfall, age 26. Uh, from Preston in Lancashire. I know that name. Yeah, uh, you might do. It'll come. It'll probably come he up later wrote on. to William Hills, who is a books mate, a bookmaker, um, saying, uh, play, wanting to place a hundred pound bet that a man would walk on the moon before January first, nineteen seventy. Uh, William Hill offered, uh, sorry, accepted the bet at odds of a thousand to one, under the clauses, man, woman, or child from any nation on earth will be on the moon or other planet, star, or heavenly body of comparable distance before January 1971. Child. Yeah, nice that's what baby. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like, oh, a man will walk on the moon, and they took man to mean... The, Person. Yeah, yeah. Human. Yeah. Um, so, of course... Nice one. Yeah. Mm, he bet. won. Yeah. And he won at the time... 1969, that yeah, was the... 10 the grand, landing. which in today's monies is 1,000... Uh, sorry... 161,688 quid. Oh. Nice. Which, uh, with that money, he bought an E-type Jaguar, or mm. Jaguar if you're in America, um, and oh crashed God, it 16 not, months not later and died. Shit. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So the the moon trip claimed at least one life. It's really what you get for being basic and buying a Jag with your money. Mm. Like. Yeah, but he was only a kid, wasn't he? Like, he was tw- 26, yeah. Oh, 26. Actually, that's yeah. older than I thought. Fuck all to do in Preston, to that's be honest true. with you. Yeah, so I was thinking, do you say David Threlfall? Yeah, were you thinking of David Thewlis? <laughs> no, uh, I think I was thinking of someone Threlfall. Can you look up um, the cast of Shameless? Hmm. The main guy from Shameless, I'm sure that's his name. Anyway, right. Are we doing the moods of that our That was a mini story, yeah. Yeah, that was good, that, yeah. All right, enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, if we, I didn't know we could do mini stories. Well, so I just thought I'd introduce shameless it. Shameless UK. Yeah. Yeah, UK shameless. Original. Um, right. So the mood of mine is sad and angry making. Uh, infuriating. I see. Uh, what's the mood of yours, Rick? Um, like kind of prepo- preposterous and unbelievable. Lighthearted? Um, quite lighthearted, yeah. But also, okay. you, I think people are like, why is that happening? Maybe ah. we should get the anger over. Yeah, we got to get yeah. one out of the way. Well, I've so, dessert. Well, do you want, do you want, do you want headlines? What do we call them? Titles? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only think of the journalism words. Um, mine is the, the Tus- Tuskegee experiment. Oh, it might be Tuskegee experiment. Mm, Mental the experiment about. ones were always really um, infuriating. A big old racist endeavor. Oh, that's what I mm. okay. Yeah. What's yours? Um, mine's. Uh, America's train wreck of a pastime. Oh, both American stories. Both pretty good titles, mm-hmm. though. We've got something in American stories because we've only got the weirder. one American listener. Yeah. No, we haven't. We got loads. <laughs> Go um, I think I know Tus- Tuskegee. Yeah, Why are you thinking you of Tunguska? Done I've done that one, day, yeah. yeah. Um, you will have heard of this one, I think. You might know it in depth. I'm trying not to do ones that you've already heard of, Rick, but um, sometimes some of them require a lot of research Mm -hmm. so i end up doing the ones that require less research because i'm in a rush and um the the one that i wanted to do today there's a film about it so i'm going to watch the film before i do the story so then i'm more clued up Um, what are you going to do next did you say the one you're going to do today you're going to watch a film about no the the one one i was going to do oh sorry right yeah i wasn't you looked blind (laughs) 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 Uh, okay yeah you're first then right so this you you might be familiar with or you might not be. I watched some YouTubers talk about it. Some of them were quite good, like history YouTube things, and some of them were like like some real idiot trying to explain the story. So mm-hmm. hopefully I'll be more like the first one and less like the idiot. But we'll see. We'll see. So, 1932, um, there was um, something called the Tuskegee Institute might be Tuskegee. I'm going to stick with Gee for now. Mm. We do um, do pronunciations, no. putting that out there again. Yeah. What I should have done is looked at the pronunciation in advance so that I got it correct on the podcast. But yes. I actually, and like I said, I did watch YouTube videos, but I didn't make a note of, of it. Oh, they said it. Yeah. Um, so they, um, they, they began a study to record um, syphilis, like what happens with syphilis. Mm. Um, this is sounding familiar, isn't it, to you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's already depressing, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's got syphilis, isn't it? Because um, the idea was that they would, it was specifically syphilis in black people. Mm. And the idea was it would justify creating programs for treating black people with syphilis. Mm-hmm. So I've made notes later on in this anyway, but um, at the time they didn't realize <laughs> that everyone is mostly the same biologically speaking <laughs> yeah um so this was back when they thought like white people and black people got different diseases and stuff mm-hmm. like that so uh yeah so that was that um it was also this so this was 1932 it was also um syphilis wasn't really treatable at the time mm-hmm. um so there were some things they did as treatments but they're basically poison um so around around the same time they had uh mercury and bismuth um, with two separate treatments. Obviously, we know now mercury is poisonous. I think they didn't know at the time, but they just didn't know what else it. to do. Yeah. And same with bismuth as well. Uh, so the cure rate was less than 30%. 
and uh, treatment treatment took months and the side effects often kill people. Um, it's not ideal, is it? No. As a treatment no. <laughs> no. Um, so basically there wasn't really a treatment for mm-hmm. syphilis um, and it certainly wasn't, that kind of treatment wasn't given to everyone. Um, so you'll, you'll have, the kind of official title of the study was the Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. Um, so they recruited um, 600 men, um, like promising kind of free medical care. And are you, are you just sniffing? That's fine. No, I, I thought you did. My beard. Oh, I thought you, I thought I had a little noise. It was like, <coughs> like as if you were laughing. And I was like, oh, no, that, might- that is deeply inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is funny. Um, uh, but that's fine. He was, mm-hmm. he was scratching, scratching his beard to listeners. Uh, so, the men that they recruited, 399 had syphilis, 201 didn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know what they call that in a study. The control? Control, yeah. that's it, yeah. Um, so, they told the men that they were being treated for bad blood, um, which was a term that people used mm-hmm. then and in that area um, to describe different ailments, but basically syphilis but also like anemia and fatigue and stuff like that um and the thing is about syphilis it presents differently at different stages Mm -hmm. so it's often mistaken for other things as well so it's not like you would know that you had syphilis like most people who have syphilis you go crazy syphilis eventually Yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah so like there's lots of different ways it presents and some people they'll be like oh you you're just anemic or whatever and yeah as it gets worse and worse they call it different stuff and then yeah um, so yeah, you could easily have syphilis your entire life and and not notice that if mm-hmm. you weren't seeing a doctor. Um, and a lot of a lot of these men had never seen a doctor ever in their life before, like ever. Um, so they were monitored. So they did it because they wanted free medical care, which is very understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they were monitored by health workers, um, and they were only ever given placebos, um, like aspirin and mineral supplements, mm-hmm. which. Back in the back before there was a cure for syphilis, it's a bit. It's still shady, but it. But you know they weren't. Yeah, was, you can't. Isn't there a thing about you're not allowed to lie to what people get now? Know, maybe, yeah. <laughs> As a result yeah. <laughs> of this, um, so yeah, because the, the thing was, the the problem really was not. It wasn't just that. It was that they diagnosed the men with syphilis. They knew mm-hmm. which men had syphilis and which didn't. They didn't tell them. Um, and they actually knew how bad untreated syphilis was, but they, like I say, they wanted to see if it was different for mm-hmm. black people, essentially, which now we know, basically. There are obviously some conditions that race does play a part, but generally speaking, you know, like some, some races will like get heart disease mm-hmm. um, or whatever. Um, malaria. Malaria. I think, isn't that really? Sh- oh, no, that's well, blood that- type related, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so it is, anemia yeah. is what I'm yeah. thinking of. Oh, Sorry, okay. that's the one. Yeah, diabetes as well. Mm. Some races are more likely to get it than others. Lactose um, intolerance. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so not was, we're not apologising for these. Oh no, <laughs> no, and it gets considerably worse as yeah. well. Um, so uh, yeah, so. In 1940, um, they were looking. So the the US was joining the Second World War. They were drafting men from all over different places, and uh, as part, the military was like, "If you're gonna, if you're gonna get drafted, you need to be undergoing some kind of treatment for syphilis." Mm-hmm. And they, um, the 
people who are studying the men, um, the scientists, um, chose to try and prevent them from getting drafted mm-hmm. um, uh, so that they didn't get treated, which is bad, even though the treatment was also bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what happened was, in the in 1945, penicillin was discovered. I think that was the date penicillin was discovered. Um, but it started to they started to work out that it was a treatment for syphilis, or maybe maybe 1945 is when they worked out it was a treatment for syphilis. Mm-hmm. Um, and across yeah, so in 1947, across the US, there were, there were these things called rapid treatment centers, mm-hmm. which were um, like ways of treating people with syphilis, essentially. Uh, but because the men in the study didn't know they had syphilis, they didn't get treated for it. Um, and this is, that's when it starts to get really bad because syphilis is, is declining across the whole population, but these men who've got syphilis don't know they have it. Yeah. Um, so obviously um, the part of that was that many of them were uneducated so they and like couldn't read or write as well. So that's how, like the, I read this really awful quote that I didn't write down because it was so awful. But it was basically about um, one of the doctors in the study was like, oh yeah, basically it's really easy to lie to them because they just believe whatever you, whatever you tell, yeah, whatever you tell them. Um, and like actually some of the treat, well, some of the diagnostic things they were putting them through were like, um, you know, um, oh, what are they called? A lumbar puncture, mm-hmm. um, like a spinal tap, yeah, which which is actually incredibly painful, really painful. Yeah. Um, and can be quite dangerous. Were but these I think Nazi doctors. No, they uh, were well American yeah, Nazi apologist I mean, doctors. But they might as well have been yeah. because they were racists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just probably white supremacists. No, they're just members of the Ku Klux Klan. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, uh, but what was actually what was really interesting about the study was that. Um, during that time more black people were going into medicine mm-hmm. so actually there were 127 black students medical students who were rotated like throughout the study mm-hmm. um, and it was although oh, I made it I'm gonna make it sound real white savvy now which it wasn't at all but um, eventually it was a white person who blew the whistle mm-hmm. um, and you would think that if you'd worked on that project you would have blown the whistle at the start but no, they waited until it got really bad, right to the seventies yeah. when it was really bad. Um, so I've made it. I've, now I regret saying about the well, white person because it's it's not about the white, well, the white people. A, are the, are a the young bad guys black student ha, is it more at risk? It it jeopardizing a big yeah exactly. A I mean, you, thing like that. you'd be like very you feel yeah. very vulnerable anyway as a as a black medical student. And also, just thought. medical standards yeah. were a lot like eth- ethical practices were a lot lower then yeah. anyway. So yeah, definitely. It's not, surprise it was a chance i yeah. guess who was going to reveal yeah what was going yeah on. exactly yeah uh so yeah by the time so in the early 70s the whistle was finally blown um by that time 40 wives had 40 of the wives of the of the patients had contracted um syphilis Ugh, and 19 hell. children had been born with congenital syphilis Fuck hell. yeah which is really bad because it, it's not even just like a case of treating it when the when the baby's born mm-hmm. it causes abnormalities um seizures jaundice like it's it's a really serious thing oh, to be born with um which is really bad so um in the early 70s in 1974 there was a 10 million dollar out of court settlement that was reached with the with the men who were in the study mm-hmm. um the u.s promised to cover um, a lifetime of medical ben- benefits and burial services to every living participant at the time. 
um and they they established like a proper um program for that mm. um put that in place um a year later the wives widows and offspring were added to that program as well um and uh, as time went on it was expanded to include um other things and then in 1997 um president clinton like officially apologized on behalf of the nation which is um i've watched the video of it and i do think i don't know you got i guess politicians have got to be careful when they apologize for stuff but Mm. i do think the wording could have been stronger to be honest um yeah but as a result of this and many other instances where this kind of thing happened um loads of african americans still have like a mistrust of healthcare and public health officials and healthcare outcomes are still considerably worse for people of color in the u.s and in the uk um and part of that is that but part of it is race also racism (laughs) um so yeah so like you said as a result of all of this now uh, studies require informed consent so people have got to know what it is they're getting involved with mm-hmm. uh, what the treat what the what's wrong with them what the treatment is etc etc uh yeah so communication of diagnosis and accurate reporting of test results Shit. so yeah so that was the tuskegee tuskegee yeah Tuske- experiment tuskegee yeah so i've wanted to do that one for a really long time but um i haven't for reasons what were the reasons <laughs> to know you did quite a lot of heavy ones in a yeah, row yeah i've done some heavy ones yeah and yeah. i also did um henrietta Lacks. uh was that before that was before your time yeah, i think yeah eugenicists oh yeah um, uh, ethan did you did a eugenics program yeah. in america that was quite like lots of black men were were uh, sterilized without their knowledge oh uh, yes yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um actually that's what's no yeah, all right, I'll tell you now. <laughs> um, that's something that happened to Native Americans actually really quite recently. Um, yeah, they sent women, Native American women, to. There's a. I know we always go on about the tip off, but there's a really good episode of Tip Off about mm-hmm. it. Have you Have you listened to it, John? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They ended up sending women to like these clinics, and they didn't know that they were making them um, sterilizing them, yeah. making them infertile. Um, yeah. So and that was really recently. So these women are young still now. <laughs> um so what else was I gonna say on that? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say Henrietta Lacks was another case where they took her cells and just used them. Um and like no matter like the family fought for years to to get some kind of like ownership of the cells. Mm-hmm. Um but by the time the family found out about it it was far too late. So yeah, I don't know what episode that was, but it was quite an early one. So I would recommend listening back to that one. Americans can't be trusted with healthcare. White people. White people, yeah, that's true. Don't give us too much credit. Yeah. Um, We invented the NHS, which is all right. Yeah, it's fine. It does its best. Yeah. Yeah. You mean white people did? Well, British people, or is it all white people? I was going to say, I I would, yeah. I'd be careful about saying Non white people people. (laughs) for the NHS. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes. the important thing is, so far as we're aware, the NHS has never sterilised people en masse or purposefully inflicted them with a disease that we know of that we so know far. Of, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, but the, when did the NHS come along? The fifties. So this was before. This was pre-NHS anyway. Yeah, this 40s, story was after the war, innit? Was it? Yeah, I think. Mm. Uh, cool. Mm. 
That made me feel sad. You were yeah, right. Yeah, I was right when I... But the thing is, like, there's no point in us doing, like, funny stories every week that aren't important. Speak for yourself. Uh, turtle animals every yeah. week. T- um, give me more turtle animals. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes we got to do week, serious stories. Turtles purposely giving cancer by Canadian government. Yes. Yeah. Canadians would not do... Actually, they well, probably would. That, that's the problem. Canadians. Governments will... All, all yeah. governments will do bad things to people. Yeah. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So... This one might is hopefully a bit more light-hearted. Okay. Uh, America's train wreck of a pastime. Um, so my story starts in 1895, but it gets up to 1932. So when ah. my kind of fun, wacky story ends, your sad story sad begins. Story we should have done it the other way around. It yeah, been, we should have done I could be like, but we could d- we tag team, that. like, yeah. high-five in the middle. Um, Never mind. So there is a man called uh, George, sorry, William George Crush. Ooh, fancy. Good, good I really like it? that. Yeah, already. Yeah. That's a good start. Um, and uh, he worked for um, the, what is it called? Uh, the Missouri Kansas Texas Railroad, ah. which was called the Katy. Oh, Katy, yeah. yeah. Um, so he started to build a town outside of uh, Waco, Texas. Okay. In the Americas. Um, he was expecting twenty thousand people to come and come to this town. Um, <laughs> I mean, still a lot. Like, how yeah, do you get twenty thousand people? Quite to come a lot of people. So he built wells. Um, he built a massive restaurant, like in a big top, like a circus big top. Um, he built his own jail. He hired uh, three hundred police officers to uh, come in work in the town in case wow. any of the people got too Larry. too leery. Yeah. Um, he did name the town after himself, so it was called Crush, Texas. Um, still cute. But it's still all right. I mean, if you if your last name is Crush, would you well, not? Well, I mean, you, yeah. there's no, yeah, there's nothing better. And then on September 15th, uh, 1895, people started to arrive uh, at Crush to <laughs> How did they for, know? How did they find out about well, this place? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, sorry, okay. Um, but it wasn't 20,000 people that showed up. It was 40,000 people, Uh-oh. twice as many people as he planned He's for. He's not planned for that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so as I said, he had he was working for the Katy Railroad, um, and what he was doing was um, he'd put on an offer that anybody in Texas could travel to Crush for $2, no matter how far away they were in Texas. Mm. Why would people just be like, oh, yeah, I'll pay $2 to go to this new town, Especially Crush, Texas? Yeah, it's quite a lot. Well... He was doing a prom- he was um after ninety sorry, eighteen ninety three was the start of the Great Depression. Mm. Um and what was it called? The worry? The the, the financial worry. Oh the the panic. The Great Panic <laughs> <laughs> and it was a uh, that starts the Great Depression. So the KT Railroad wasn't doing very well financially. Oh. And he was like the customer liaison type person. Okay. So he was doing a promotion. Uh, and what he did is he built a huge stretch of uh, track of railroad between two uh, kind of hillsides that kind of form like an amphitheater um, he rode out on to a horse at the center of the railroad and when he waved his hat um, two locomotives 
uh, travelling at 50 miles per hour smashed into each other in front of 40,000 people, right? Yeah. What? So, <laughs> yeah, he built this town with the sole purpose of putting on a demonstration of two locomotives just on one track smashing, smashing into each other. Um, and that happened at exactly 10 past five on that Saturday. Monster in front of, it, but yeah, basically, yeah. it's it's America's obsession with it, um, blowing up stuff. So yeah. um, a witness said, and this is a quote from an American man of the time, or woman, mm. um, there was a single swift instance of silence, and then, as if controlled by a single impulse, both boilers exploded simultaneously, and the air was filled with flying missiles of iron and steel of various sizes, from postage stamps to half a driving wheel. Oof. Um, I've not missed anything out here. Nope, I've not. Um, a Civil War vet who was there who'd fought at Gettysburg said it was scarier than being at the Battle of Gettysburg. Shit. Um, well, you do think... I mean, those things are pretty yeah, powerful, they, aren't they? Yeah, they blow up, yeah. yeah. Um, so beforehand, Crush had checked with a bunch of engineers who worked for the KT and said, you know, will is this dangerous? Will they blow up? <laughs> and all of them said no. <laughs> Apart from one who said yes, who Crush fired... Oh god, it's like what's it called all over again? Um I mean the original version of um fi- fire festival. You know yeah. when the one guy was like, You definitely need like a cruise ship or something you to keep everyone toilets. and they're like Get You're out. fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. 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 You're fired, yeah. I can't I try to make more of a joke out of that. Like you're You are fire. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Fi- you're f- yeah. Oh, so the listeners are like what is going really on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, sometimes I listen to the podcast back, like when, um, well, to, I always listen to it before it goes up when Jad has edited it, and when it goes live in case something has happened, which it never has. Mm-hmm. Um, and often I think of such good jokes when I listen back to it. And I'm like, why didn't I say that? Just edit it in and if you're editing could it. Could do, couldn't I? Or <laughs> just like me, the just total like, tone of the show changes very <laughs> totally flat. Totally different, like background noise with me, like coming in with a joke. Yeah. And then edit, I'll edit you guys laughing into it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at, at the crush, yes. uh, there's obviously these two massive <laughs> locomotive. Weird as well that he was called Crush. Yeah, it's just a good name. Crush, it was just the um, town of Crush. Nominative determinism. Yeah, wasn't it was. It? Yeah. Um, two spectators were killed. <gasps> yeah, and um, the article I read said countless maimed. <laughs> I should laugh, but <laughs> what did they expect? <laughs> like, yeah. it, and then it said one man blinded by a bolt that went through <gasps> his eye. Um, so Crush was immediately fired by uh, really <laughs> the KT representatives there. However, was rehired the next day when people <laughs> saw how popular the event was. Uh, and he worked for the KT until um, his dying day or when oh. he retired, whichever came soonest. Um, but this started a trend in America. Oh, no. Um, so uh, Crush himself was in, probably inspired by a guy called A.L. A. Streeter of mm. Ohio, who staged the first ever locomotive crash. Um, basically, the tracks were set from either 1,800 feet to a whole mile. Um, engineers would set the locomotives going off as fast as they could before jumping out. Who has got all these trains that yeah. to, to smash up? Um, and yeah, they would just crash into each other and explode. Uh, and in 1896 alone, there were six of these performances Jesus. done. Now, that is a lot 
for your amateur locomotive the destroyer. The whole thing just seems mental. It's fucking bonkers, isn't it? Um, but the daddy of train wrecking locomotives for fun um, <laughs> was a man called Joe uh, Joe Connolly, aka Head on Joe. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, um, so between the years of eighteen ninety six and nineteen thirty two. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Joe destroyed 146 locomotives in over 70 uh, de- <laughs> uh, exhibitions of oh, just locomotives just fucking crashing into each other. <laughs> so, like, yeah, America just got really into just just smashing trains bizarre. into one another. This sounds like just something you you, you would make up about yeah. old-time Americans. But no, no, but they were really into it. Um, so, yeah, Joe himself, Joe Connolly... Um, grew up by train tracks and said that he would often look out the window and just want and just imagined what would happen. The trains would just crash into each other. And after he, he retired, he wrote an article. And in the article he wrote, uh, I believe that somewhere in the makeup of every normal person, there lurks the suppressed desire to smash things up. I mean, fair. Yeah, yeah. that is true. <laughs> so I was convinced that thousands of others would be just as curious as I was to see what actually would take place when two speeding locomotives came together. And he wasn't wrong. Like, literally yeah. thousands and thousands of people. I suppose you would go, wouldn't you? If everyone was on about, oh, like, they're going to have these two trains. And hardly anybody gets maimed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So you probably won't die. There's only a small yeah. chance of getting blinded. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, he would go to local towns and local cities and say, I'll put on, you You want a locomotion smash? I'll smash a locomotion for you. And they're like, how much are you charging? And he would, he would say $5,000. And they go, no, that's too much, mate. And he'd be like, $3,000? And he'd say, yeah, why not? Go on. Um, and yeah, and then usually he would end up making, obviously he'd make himself money and he'd make um, his clients' money from smashing up these trains. What, did people pay to go and see it then? Yeah, yeah. so like... Like if they so, bought a ticket or anything. Yeah, so the guys at um, the KT charged those $2 on the uh, train. So that was what, the $2 so was that for? was for, yeah. yeah. So you could view it for free, but everyone used the KT Railroad. Uh, he used to charge like 50 cents to go and sit in the stands okay. and watch it. So, you know... Extremely not you totally bad. would though. You'd have some snacks. You'd, I bet there's a band You'd playing at the start. Yeah, yeah, there's all, yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, so he travelled across the country just putting on loads of these shows and like had thousands and thousands of Americans come and view it. Um, but what he added, um, because he was a bit of a showman and he kind oh, of yeah. like, I know how to juice this up, um, in the freighter trains following the locomotive, um, it would add gasoline and coal, oh, so not only would there be an explosion, sake. a huge fire would set after it. I mean, um, why not? If you're going to destroy a train, you might as well really go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just yeah. absolutely loved tracking trains. I don't know. But no, he even talked about trains. I don't. I don't know. Oh I no, sorry. So. I just I misread my own word. Um, he tried to patent train wrecking. Um, it's like a. Uh, but he didn't even fucking invent it. What a prick. I think he he might have performed the one before the one in Crush, like a week uh, before that. Okay. But he he definitely... Like, I mean, to be fair, patent patenting isn't about who was the first to invent it. It's about who was the first to patent it. Yeah, so, so yeah. I think the article said no one could... You couldn't, they couldn't find any results for, you know, patent filed or patent mm. rejected. Probably because someone said, you can't patent this because it happens in by accident sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he just fucking loved smashing up these trains. Um and in the nineteen thirties he staged his last um professional locomotion wreck. Um and after the explo- explosion went off, he was seen to be walking away and just saying, Well, that's that. That's over with. 
Um, no, he didn't go down with the ship. No, I'd he didn't. Like, he, I, I don't know what he went on to. He was just, I'm done with it. Yeah. Wow. Maybe he spent the last few days repairing them all. Maybe. Like rebuilding them. Yeah, um, in the in the train graveyard, getting all the parts. But the reason it ended mm. is because um, the depression was still going on in America. Yeah. And uh, even though they've been smashing up locomotives for 40 years now, and this man had smashed nearly 150 on his own, not to... Uh, not taking into account all the other train smashes. Mm. Um, yeah, because of the depression, they now thought that um, destroying perfectly workable but old locomotions I mean, was a waste yeah. of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and particularly because he was buying fuel <laughs> just yeah. to see explosions. Especially so America fell out of love with it. Especially like now when they're all so valuable, those old trains. He would have made, made so more value. money. Well, yeah. Yeah, he exactly. Was, he he would have made more money hanging on yeah. to them. Uh, we saw a steam train today, didn't we? Yeah. In the office. In well, the, it wasn't in the office. We were in the office. I had this story playing in my head when window. I saw the steam train. I thought, oh, that'll be a nice end to the day. Oh, God, Maybe God. it was on its way. I'll tell you, that's the most boring end to like any podcast. What? <laughs> we saw a steam train. We saw a steam train. Yeah. You know when you're like, driving the along in the car with your dad and, you, and like he starts talking about a steam train and you're just like, oh, just shut up. Just, like, well, it's never up. happened to me. I, I would be fascinated. It's like the equivalent <laughs> of when you drive past some horses and someone goes, horses. Like, yeah, I know. Oh, I'd be like, oh, horses. Riding a steam train. I'm the one who says horses. That would probably, be. That would be quite cool. That would be pretty great. interesting. I bet that's. Yeah. I bet that's how they used to move them around in the olden days. I think they used steam-powered engines, Robin. <laughs> what? To move <laughs> to move locomotion. No. <laughs> they had to move a horse from the north of America to the oh. south. <laughs> that's no, how they, they move trains they around. The condescending <laughs> tone. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I missed the. No, it was fair. Yeah. I didn't make myself clear. Mm. Yeah. They they used the. They use the trains to move the horses, not the, the horses, horses to move the trains. trains. Yeah. Um, I was gonna, a horse once winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did you do? Why? Bus, what were you doing? Were was, you just being really charming? No, I sat on a bus and I looked up <laughs> into a field and I saw a horse and it, <laughs> it, it went like that. And <laughs> He's winking. I winked, yeah. And just, <laughs> Probably and I, worked that out. But. And <laughs> I remember thinking... That's an unusual event. That horse has winked at me. And then when I got to where I was supposed to be going, I told all my friends, like, oh, horse has just winked at me. And everyone was like, that just didn't happen. I was like, until this day. <laughs> I a horse got you. something in its eye. That's what but yeah, happened. I mean, yeah, yeah, it wasn't I mean, like, you're yeah, right, mate. We, we don't know that for sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. He could have just been like a real good lad. Yeah. yeah it um, was just looking at our bus and thought, he seems all right. Yeah. Very fancy He's got a tidy yeah. haircut. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying it on with you. Yeah. You, you were gone. That was my, that's my, one of my micro crazy stories oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the kind of thing that we're interested in yeah. send us send us some crazy stories well that's it yeah that was good that nice yeah. quick one it yeah. feels like no. you got, I think like, we talked a lot before we started the story so yeah. we've made it long that's true regardless. and you got like three or four stories actually there that yeah one this I week. think it's still so, yeah. only been like 45 minutes so that's excellent it. Yeah. Mm. that's good, good. Uh, do we have any corrections uh, not so much corrections but things additional you, information you asked me to look oh up. yeah, yeah. David Threlfall, is that how it's pronounced? Mm-hmm. Played Frank Gallagher in Shameless. Oh, well done, yeah. So that's when I, I was thinking it was going to be the same dude, Bob. Uh, was it the same, just last name? Or yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. not first name. Maybe you were no, right. that's him. Oh, both. Full, full name. Full yeah. name, that is coincidental. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I just have some information about, about syphilis, about oh, the symptoms great, of actually. syphilis. Because I realised halfway through I was like, mm, should have actually been able to say what the symptoms well, of syphilis were. I can tell you. Yeah. So it's stage one, you get round sores that disappear in about three to six weeks. And when they're gone, the disease can continue to spread. 
Mm. And then at stage two, you get uh, a rash, maybe like what, like sores, muscle aches, fever, sore throat, swollen lymph nodes, hair loss, weight loss, fatigue. Again, though, they disappear in like a few weeks, although they mm. might return over like longer periods, but it could just be like three weeks of like being a bit achy feeling like and sore flu. and feeling yeah. like shit, and then it's gone. And then you might end up with latent syphilis, which can continue for like literally years without mm. symptoms. And late syphilis sometimes occurs like as late as three decades after the onset of the infection. Wow. And that causes damage to the heart, blood vessels, liver, bones and joints and soft tissue swelling on the body. And both latent and late syphilis can lead to neurosyphilis, where the bacteria gets into your nervous system and causes dementia or just drives you crazy. And on top of that, it can lead to headaches, seizures, vision loss, weakness, confusion and numbness. Uh, I feel like that buried the lead a little bit. It's like it can give you dementia or drive you crazy and on top of it you'll have a headache <laughs> <laughs> i imagine it's like i imagine it's more of like constant like splitting yeah yeah definitely um, but yeah. yeah it's actually very easy to see how it would go undiagnosed especially mm-hmm. at the time because you might just have symptoms here and there for like mm. a few weeks over a couple of decades yeah al capone yeah. had syphilis did he cool mm. <laughs> there was a there's also a pianist a musician and i can't remember which one it is now i cheering <laughs> I thought she said oh. penis and that would track yeah. <laughs> um, he's got syphilis he and... had syphilis and his brain went mental and yeah. he cut the bit <laughs> what are you laughing at he had syphilis and his brain went mental <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he, he wanted to reach he wanted to have a further like spread of on the keyboard of mm-hmm. how many uh, notes he could reach he cut in between his fingers to oh, try and make his fingers longer yeah to reach gross. further and what he should have done is just put those plastic witches fingers that you get at halloween oh, on yeah that's true oh, that's how mad he was teeny tiny okay. keyboard where oh, he yeah just get a smaller further. keyboard yeah well i've looked up musician syphilis cut fingers and nothing's coming up so <sighs> he was like Can't i think he was an old school composer but yeah it's maybe for next week Let's maybe see. yeah piano van musically <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fucking vile. Yeah, I would just play with those witch's fingers. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's all luck yeah. anyway. I think, yeah. yeah, why don't they do that? Yeah, all <laughs> <laughs> do that. Yeah. Cool. Should we say cool, thank cool. you to some people? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, thanks to Annika Vadical, who, what date are we on? She's probably only got one left, or maybe two weeks yeah. left of, of helping us, and then she's gone. Um, uh, yeah, so, thanks oh, the Instagram. Thank so, yeah. thank you. Thanks, Annika. And please... Follow us on Instagram at His Crazy Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Jada, producer Jada, Thank who you. sits with us here all the time, listens to this shit, and then <laughs> listens to it all over again when she's editing it. Um, and who will soon be taking over the Instagram, which Yay. will be exciting. So, um, thanks to the listeners mm-hmm. for listening. Um, also, give, give us some money. money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Patreon slash the overtake. I never say what the Patreon is. I just say the Patreon. Go so to people, the Patreons. I've been here's a crazy story. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. They'll find yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, Patreon.com slash the overtake. You can sign up from as little as two pound thirty plus VAT um, a month, <laughs> uh, which is just. 50, oh no, we worked out with that 63p a week yeah. or something yeah. like that. It would help us a lot. It really makes the world a difference. Like it's quite we're, we have we live quite a precarious existence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh. Yeah. And people like things until they're gone, and then they can't like them anymore. 
So, um, just, yeah, <laughs> uh, just stop, don't let that happen. Help us out. <laughs> Take that uh, into the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So that is that. Is that all the things we normally do? Follow us on uh, everything at the Overtake yeah. on social media. Everyone. Send us your crazy stories. Crazy story at, at theovertake.com. Oh, well, you that, really have to yeah. struggle. Yep. 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 Uh, cool. All right, podcast over. Bye. Informal goodbye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.